and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delectable page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, Yoma 81, the rabbis have food on the brain, or more accurately, drink. The Duff concludes with a fascinating discussion. What exactly counts as a beverage? Is vinegar, for example, a beverage? Does it revive the spirit enough to pass as something that you should avoid when fasting on, say, Yom Kippur? The Talmud, of course, doesn't always deliver conclusive answers, but in today's stuff, we are given a beautiful story. Have a listen. Rav Gidel Bar Menashe from the town of Birei de Neresh taught in a public lecture that the halacha is not in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi Yudahanasi, who said that vinegar revived the spirit and is therefore considered a beverage. The next year, everyone went out and mixed vinegar with water and drank vinegar on Yom Kippur because Rav Gidel said that it wasn't indeed a beverage. Rav Gidel heard this and became angry with them for their actions. He said, say that I said one is not liable for drinking vinegar only after the fact. However, did I say it is permitted to drink it ab initio? Meaning, did I say that you could just go ahead and drink some vinegar, some brine on Yom Kippur because I thought it was not considered a vinegar? And the discussion goes on and on and on to talk about that soury, delectable, briny, pickly substance that so many of us love. And so, to figure out exactly what the deal is with Brian, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show the world-class expert on all things pickled and briny. She's Liz Alpern, the co-founder of the Gefilteria, which, by the way, is where I get my delicious gefilte fish every Jewish holiday, and co-author with Jeffrey Oskowitz of the Gefilte Manifesto, New Recipes for Old World Jewish Foods. Liz, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Liel. So we hear so much about brine on today's stuff. Tell us exactly, what, what should we know about brine? You know, the first thing that strikes me about this whole passage is that it's really talking about vinegar brine specifically. And I think it's worth noting that there are different methods of pickling and different types of pickle brine. So Many things are actually just pickled in salt and water and maybe some spices. And that's just called a saltwater brine, no vinegar needed. And that kind of a brine turns into a probiotic, flavorful brine, kind of effervescent. And that's kind of all the rage today, right? You'll see these sort of probiotic pickle shots in the health food store. And and that often has no vinegar in it at all and is so reviving and, and refreshing. And in the Ashkenazi culinary tradition, at least, pickles that are vinegarless are more well-known or is the more typical style. And so when you think about like a kosher dill pickle, that's often actually a pickle made with no vinegar at all, but a brine nonetheless, and a very good brine nonetheless. And I can speak from experience that that brine is so amazing for reviving the spirit I just can imagine being in a fast day of Yom Kippur and needing a pick-me-up and leaning on brine. It's just totally not surprising to me that folks jumped on the opportunity to revive themselves with some brine. But of course, this passage seems to be referring, like I said, to the vinegar brine itself. 
And vinegar is actually a fermented food in and of itself. So depending on what it's made of and how it's made, it also may be probiotic and really rich in electrolytes and just so good for you. And one of the things that's coming to mind for me with this passage is I want to know what was this vinegar made of? Is it from fruit juice? Is it from wine even? You know, because vinegar can be made from so many different substances. And all of those kinds of thoughts lead me to see that obviously you can't be drinking vinegar brine or fish brine on a fast day, right? Like that seems pretty clear to me, especially diluted with water. But I also, of course, would understand how if I was given permission to do that, I would be extremely enthusiastic about the opportunity because fasting on Yom Kippur is it's a long fast. The other thing that I'm thinking about is the fact that this passage is referring to fish brine specifically. I love a good pickleback shot in the bar, you know, whiskey chased with some pickle brine, usually dill pickle brine. It's so great. It's got, you know, all of those reviving qualities. It makes that whiskey go down so well. They say it really prevents hangovers. I don't know if that's totally true. It probably depends how much whiskey you're actually drinking. But from a culinary perspective, I personally would not like to do a pickleback shot with fish brine, right? I would feel enthusiastic about doing a pickleback shot with cucumber pickle brine, right? However, I love the idea of using pickle brine from fish as a marinade, as a flavoring agent for vegetables, even as a salad dressing. And historically, in a more resourcefulness-oriented kitchen, which I know the most about the Ashkenazi kitchen traditionally, I know for a fact that all kinds of pickle brines, whether it was from fish or vegetables, were used to enhance the flavor of dishes. And specifically, that's because if you were in an environment where you just couldn't go to the store and pick up another jar of pickles whenever you wanted it, you were going to rely on everything that you had. So if you had preserved fish, you were going to use that pickle brine when the fish was gone. And so one of the things I love about this passage is just how clear it is that there's a fluency with the kitchen and with all the ingredients in the kitchen and with and, and a sort of understanding that every ingredient counts and that this isn't something that should go to waste because it's full of flavor. It's full of good bacteria, theoretically. So yeah, the shuttle kitchen certainly would never let pickle brine go to waste. And it just makes so much sense to me that, that you'd be inclined to drink pickle brine on Yom Kippur on a fast day. So do I think pickle brine is a food? Absolutely. Whether it's vinegar, whether it's salt water, there's no doubt. It's a food. Liz Alpern, thank you so much for being our guest. Thanks so much for having me, Liel. Great to be here. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sara Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. 
I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you.